You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that fix didn't take Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. It is a beautiful Monday morning. This is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. Be a game changer and be a difference maker and of course one of the ways to do that is i want to encourage you go out and vote on tomorrow regardless of which side of the aisle you come down on vote and then you have a voice uh regardless of which way uh it turns out and then regardless of which way it turns out let's be ready to be the united states of america not the divided states of america and make the best of the next four years, regardless of which way that may turn out. All right. It is now time for us to kick off the Martin Houston show, the Sound of Bama Sports, your show, your team. So the Taco Casa hotline is open for business. So I want to encourage you to go ahead and make plans to be a part of the conversation. 205-342-9904. Taco Casa Hotline and Taco Casa quality taste value under the biggest cactus in town. Drive in, drive through, dine in, and carry out. That's your three options right there at Taco Casa, six location in Tuscaloosa, West Alabama, to better serve you. And also one up in Birmingham off of Lakeshore Drive. Great option for a lunch and or dinner. That's Taco Casa, tacocasa.com. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? I'm not bad today, Martin. Happy to be here starting a new week. Yeah, anytime you get to start a new week, it's a good day, good time, and good things, especially when Bama takes care of business and uh, takes care of the Mississippi State uh, Bulldogs in a 41-0, to 41-0, a shutout for the Alabama Crimson Tide defense um, getting that shut out and keeping the 35 point streak going. Now, Joe, when I was younger, I used to always sit back with my kids and, and, uh, I pride myself on, on picking turnovers for the Alabama defense. Okay. And so I was two for two for two when I predicted turnovers, uh, uh, on Saturday Hey, when we, cause it, when it was thirty four, I was like, "No, our streak's going in." I said, "No, no, it's not." I said, "We were about to get a pick six right here, right now," and your boy Patrick Sertain, uh, uh took that pick six into the end zone. So my streak continues. Alabama streak continues. I, I think we're really losing how good <laughs> this offense really is, and how good. Uh, this offensive team has been in the last few years under Nick Saban. 19 consecutive games where this team has put up 35 or more points. Is that not just – I mean, just think about that for a second. Not, I mean, I think the record was like 15 or 16 or something like that. So they're, every week they play, 
they're shattering their own record. And uh, I don't see the LSU Tigers <laughs> stopping that record. No, not with the way LSU played against Auburn over the weekend. I think that the record can keep going on and on, hopefully the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at that and thought, oh, my goodness. That, that's kind of – Kind of, kind of bad. We'll talk about the good, bad, and ugly in here in just a moment. So if you have a good, bad, and ugly, you're welcome to bring that to the table. Your good, bad, and ugly from the weekend. It can be from the Alabama game. It can be from uh, around the SEC or around the country. If you had a good, bad, and ugly, uh, please bring that to the table. You're welcome to get in on the conversation once again on the Taco Casa hotline. Also, <clears throat> uh, are you – want to talk to the Bama fans. Are you disappointed that Alabama did not uh, ascend to the number one team in the country? Or do you give Clemson credit for coming back uh, in a game that they could have, not should have, but could have easily lost, had a couple of plays not been, touchdowns not been called back and returned. Uh, They'd have been in a different boat. But, hey, that's what champions do. When they don't have their A game, they still figure out a way uh, to win. And I'm not even going to attempt uh, to talk about their starting quarterback by name. Uh, you is his you name. Haven't, you haven't been uh, practicing it? Huh? You haven't been practicing it? Well, uh, listen, I heard it said so many different ways this weekend, Joe, that I didn't know which one I was supposed to practice. I mean – what ugly goggly a la la lele i mean oogla ugla la 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 i mean it was i was like good it was come on Marge, you're in the media one. you're in the media business you got to practice these things, these things and get them right no you don't absolutely you, come up you with do you absolutely you come up, do you come up with nicknames we unga lele who we unga lele that's, yeah, I, but that's I, the first time I've heard anybody say it that way. So are you correct? Well, I watched uh, a YouTube video on how to say it, and I watched the, the quarterback himself say it to a reporter. So uh, I'm pretty confident that I would say that over air. Yeah, well, I'm not. I just called him the quarterback at Clemson. Uh, it, it took me a while to, to go public with uh, – Tongue of Iloa, too. <laughs> I practiced. I called him. I called him TNT for a while. Uh, so, but either way, Clemson definitely uh, has another, you know, star in the waiting in, in their quarterback. But they got a big game coming up against Clemson. I mean, against Notre Dame uh, this Saturday, and we'll see what they're able to do. Alabama, of course, is off this week, uh, but we will still talk about the good, bad, and ugly. Uh, from this past weekend. So if you want to get in on that conversation, please uh, give us a call at 205-342-9904. We'll give you our good, bad, and ugly as well. Let's get to Pat. Pat, you in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind? Good morning, Martin. Hey, you being the Minister of Defense and myself as well, talked about how good this defense could be. Uh, before the season started. I mean, hey, we were doing some serious preaching, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And has it turned the corner is my question. Um, I'm not ready to say that 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 they are ready to to I, I have to see them against an elite offense. Now, what I will say that they did Pat they that they haven't done or didn't do last year is they dominated and shut down who they were supposed to. George is not a great offense, okay? But what they did at halftime against Georgia, and since that moment, in the last 10 quarters, they've given up 17 points. And the previous, uh, um, what, six quarters before that, they gave up like 72. So – there has definitely been uh, some improvement, and they've done what they're supposed to do. I still want to see what we do against an elite offense, and we may have a while before we have to worry about that, and that bodes well for Alabama as the young guys continue to improve and and, and make adjustments. So um, definitely excited 
I don't care when you shut anybody out in today's football game, uh, offensive world, it is a good game for your defense. But am I ready to say this is a championship-level defense? I'm not there yet. Okay. All right. Another thing before I go, Coach Saban is undoubtedly the most brilliant recruiter that's ever been on the planet. And let me tell you why I'm saying that. He has his name and the University of Alabama name out, the new Aflac commercial where he uses a kind of chubby guy in the back that's asking for one of the blue jerseys and is wearing an Alabama jersey. I know yeah. you had to have seen it. Uh, have, you, have you seen that one? I, I have, <laughs> yes. And, hey, and, I mean, he and, he and he has this commercial playing during peak other conference games and other games around the country, the darn thing's playing. Hey, but his newest commercial out hadn't got him in it, but he's got Quentin Williams on Sunday yesterday and, hey, and got Peyton Manning falling in as the fall guy to this thing, and Quentin's naming every pro that Alabama's put in the NFL that he wants to trade jerseys with. It's the most incredible thing of, I think I've ever seen as far as recruiting goes. What do you think? Well, I mean, recruiting, part of recruiting is branding and name recognition, and nobody does it uh, better than, than Saban. I, I, I do think the Aflac commercial is uh, – it's not just that it's a that they put that in there. I think it's a memorable commercial, and that's the key is that you remember uh, what you see. And because of all that blue, and then all of a sudden that crimson jersey, I think they remember it. So uh, it's just another step, uh, another um, piece in the process uh, of building the brand. And nobody does it better. Uh, I would agree with you than Nick Saban. No one's ever done it better, and no one's doing it better right now. Uh, than, than what he's doing, uh, especially when you consider that he's 69 years old. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Qu- Quentin's new commercial is absolutely I didn't fantastic. See, I, 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 have, I don't think I, I caught the end. Of, is that where Peyton Manning is driving the jersey into the the, the, the Tide commercial, or is there something different? Uh, yeah, Pey- Peyton has a uh, it's a virtual uh, – uh, he's a robot. And he comes yeah. in. And he's got his picture, and he's talking about Tide about how it will clean. I, uh, he wants I to make a clean jersey it, swap. Yeah, I saw the end of it. I didn't see the whole commercial. So uh, oh, okay. Hey, you, you got to see it. It's great. All right. Uh-huh. Anyway, hey, have a blessed day, Martin Houston. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Thanks, Pat. Okay, let's go ahead and get the break here. Coming back on the other side, we've got Robert from Mobile who wants to get in on the good, bad, and ugly. If you want to give us your good, bad, and ugly or your takeaways from the game, comments, players of the game, you're welcome to do that by calling us at 205-342-9904, for Overflow Express Wash, Overflow Express Wash, uh, the car wash that can give you the basic wash starting at $7, a package wash at 12 and membership packages starting at $23.99. Located currently on Skyland Boulevard, their first location, right next door to Alabama One. Second location opening soon in Northport uh, as you travel down past uh, the Ace Hardware Shopping Center up toward Chick-fil-A. Right there on the right, uh, coming soon, Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, traffic quiet as we start our Monday morning. No wrecks or delays reported. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Get a terrific deal with extra rebates today at Townsend Nissan, your saving store. I'm Captain Ray. Sunny today, but very cool. Tuscaloosa's high at 59. Another cold night tonight, clear with a low at 34. Then a warming trend tomorrow and Wednesday. Lots of sunshine both days. The high tomorrow is 65. The high Wednesday at 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything 
you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. And you heard it advertised right there during the break. South Mark designed the official outfitter of the Martin Houston Show. If you're looking for a company to build the logo, print your uh, memorabilia, print uh, some promotional items, apparel, uh, help you build, brand, and grow your business. South Mark Design is the company you need to call. South, South Mark Design, Scott Smith and his team, 205-292-4680. 205-292-4680. All right, we're talking good, bad, and ugly. We're talking takeaways from the games. From the game, we're talking players of the game. You can get in on that conversation. We have uh, Curtis Lewis getting his good, bad, and ugly, and we'll go over those in just a moment. But let's go to Robert from Mobile. Robert, you in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Hey, dude. Hey, man. Uh, you know, I can't remember the last I can't remember the last time I thought Alabama's defense outperformed our offense. I <laughs> can't remember the last time I thought that. Uh, that game Saturday was one of those times. I was beginning to think I never, I wouldn't be a, a, wouldn't feel that way this year. Uh, did Alabama's defense outperformed the offense? Did but, you uh, did you hear the uh, okay. did you hear the Halloween joke? That no. that the Alabama defense decided to dress up as his old self. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hopefully they'll think it's Halloween for the rest of the year. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe so. But you know, so, uh, of course, we talked about it earlier. We knew that this. We was you know we said that hey, okay, this game is tailor made for the defense to finally start putting rush on the quarterback. I mean, because of Mississippi State's uh, offensive line is terrible. And it's been terrible all season long. Which LSU fans, if you if you listen out there, oh, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, hey Robert, but, let yeah, me uh, go ahead. Let me ask you a question, Robert. Um, how much? How much? With with the way and how effective our defense played zone, will we add that to more of our arsenal, or will we continue to ask? See, here's been one of my things that I've said about Nick Saban. One of the best defensive coaches ever. But he also has a very complex defense, right? Right, right. Okay. How many times, how how much has he adjusted his defense for new college football? To me, he hasn't. And to me, that's part of why his defenses have struggled is teams now with all of the the offensive rules of reading and pass and run, all of the crossover and and the lack of touching and physicality you can play with has hurt his style of defense, but he has not changed it. How How much is he willing to potentially consider letting playing more zone? And and because he talks about eye discipline and and guys not being disciplined and watching their own cues and keys. Well, you know what goes away in zone? Watching their own cues and and being as disciplined in the play. Not that you don't need to have it, but use it more. Right. It's kind of ironic that you would think that he would uh, because he was more willing to change his offense than he was the defense. Which is kind of amazing. Correct. Correct. <laughs> you figured it'd be Correct. the other way around. The defense would change first, and then he drank. He dragged. That he finally get to come around to the offense. It's kind of a, you know we're so spoiled with Mac Jones and his outstanding performances uh, uh, early in the season. So that set game Saturday, the guy passed for over seventy percent again, almost three hundred <laughs> yards, four touchdowns. But but we know, but it failed the eye test. I mean, he failed the eye test. Uh, he missed some open guys. Wait, he's not he missed open guys right. all year. 
Yeah. Right, yeah, because what I'm a, I'm a stats junkie, being an engineer. But I, okay, I, but I always say stats tell 90% of the story, but it doesn't always tell you everything. But then that was in the, the eye test was the 10%. Yeah, look at the Matt Jones stats. Oh, he had an outstanding game, which he did statistically had an outstanding game. But it, but it, uh, the unthrown to not, to Devontae Smith, the missing open guy. Okay, that Saturday, Matt, you was a, you were low, which is which is good because you're gonna have one of those games. With my, okay, it's uh, hopefully it's out of his system now. This is your worst game, and this is you still this good. Fortunately, right. <laughs> against Mississippi State. Fortunately, <laughs> against Mississippi State. And Devontae Smith, my goodness, you just can't get enough adjective to describe this young man. He is so much more than second and twenty-six now. <laughs> he is. Uh, he. I've always liked Devontae Smith, and uh, I was talking to someone. And they were they were talking about his thirty one touchdowns. They said, "Yeah, but he did it in four years." I said, "Yeah, he did it in four years where he split time with two first round draft really? picks." I said, right. "Let's look at this season alone where he's been the number one guy." And and, and let's extrapolate and that, and let's just extrapolate that into a twelve game season where he gets to do that for one year. He is on track. He will. He is on track. To have uh, you know one of the best single seasons ever, and then he's done. He's doing things that no one's ever done. He has three two hundred yard games. The only other person to do that is Amari Cooper. But Amari Cooper was the wide receiver. There wasn't a, a right. Mechie and a Waddle or you know you know what I mean. I'm like, come on, if you Judy. you don't think that Devontae Smith is, I mean, his hands. I when he dropped the pass. I said, oh, my God, he dropped a pass. I think that may be the first pass I've ever seen him drop. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> you really look at that second and 26 play, and, you know, we give Tua not uh, – uh, it was really a 50-50 credit on that touchdown. You know, quarterbacks always give the most credit. They always get the most blame. Dude, they always get the most credit. But you looked at Devontae Smith, how he shifted into a second gear to run that ball down, to catch it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was like – a lesser receiver, that's an overthrow. So, hey, so I mean, that, that means he's more than that now. He's definitely showing it. Robert, did you – the move he made on his touchdown in uh, in the red zone and when he just turned around and looked at the DB, I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> that's one of the best routes. It wasn't a long route. It wasn't a deep route. It's just he made that DB little – look really bad. And my concern was this. Do we have somebody that can take the top off? I just saw Saturday, Devontae Smith is faster than I thought he was. I'd just been comparing him to Waddle. You know what I mean? We, I didn't realize right. how fast. He went by number – he made number 28 look unathletic when he ran by him. And that, well, that was the best – what we're forgetting is that Mississippi State defense – was the top-ranked pass defense and, and, and top-ranked defense uh, in the league. So that wasn't right. a garbage. Even though Mississippi State's offense has been garbage since LSU, their defense has been a, a, a top-ranked defense. So I, I don't want us to, to miss just how good 291 yards, uh, which could have been another 400-yard passing game, he had – I mean, Robert, he had – 159 yards and nine receptions to Devontae Smith in the first half. Okay. Uh, so, so he was well on his way. We just didn't need it. And that can't, game kind of got crazy uh, slow in the second half. What else you got for us? Yeah, 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 that was with Mac Jones being a little off. And Devontae shows how tough he is. So he takes some big time hits and he gets, and yes, he he gets right back up on him. Oh, real quick before I go, LSU, um, I, it's just Joe Burrows, I think, hit a lot. That defense was worse than we thought it was with LSU, even last year. But Burroughs put so much pressure on other teams' offenses by scoring so much that they got them out of their game and they couldn't run as much. Same with Alabama. We had to go to the pass more because they were scoring so much. Without that right. extra scoring, their defense, LSU defense is getting hugely exposed. But we'll talk about that when it comes in close to the game. All right, buddy. Hey, catch you later. Yeah, Robert, but that LSU, man, that may be this. The, 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 Watching LSU against Auburn shows just how good of a coach Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney are. 
Right, right, right. They, they, they yep. you have to understand. They have everybody's going. Well, LSU's down because they lost so many players. Well, guess what? That's what Nick Saban <laughs> and Dabo Sweeney do every single year. And Kirby Smart to that to that point, Kirby hadn't won the championship, but he's losing those types of players, and they don't come back. I mean, LSU maybe yeah, they they're down there with Arkansas and Vanderbilt. I mean, they just they look bad. Yep. Like an all American, you know. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thanks, Robert. All right, <laughs> all right man. Appreciate it. All right. Let's get to uh, Curtis Moore. Curtis Moore, you're in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? Hey, what's going on? Good morning to you, Martin. Good to, good to hear from you again, man. Long time. Good, good to be heard, uh, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But hey, um, just had, had a, a comment. Um, actually, um, while you were out, I have proposed a question to D.C. about um, Nick Saban kind of calling the calls um, behind the scene. You know how kind of like how Gus takes over across the state over there in Auburn and takes over the office of calling because, you know, yes. Clark is doing it like a great job, you know, already doing the, you know, calling that offense or whatever. So, right. you know, you know, you know, kind of behind the scenes. I know something we wouldn't know. But my question to you is, um, and I only play like football at kind of like high school level, so like not as high as you, of course. But my question is, with these analysts and all that, I noticed I saw Charlie Strong, like you know, on the sideline, going back and forth. As an analyst, can they be inside of a defensive coordinator's ear as far as his system and play calling, or is that out of bounds? I don't, I don't think it's necessarily out of bounds. They technically. Uh, most of the rules of what they can do is regarding the players uh, as far oh. as limitations and touching other players. I I think they can give them information as far as the defensive coordinators and, and, and coaches. I think they can, um, but okay. I, I'll, I'll have to check on that uh, and, and verify it. But I, I, most, of their, most of their limitations, though, Curtis, is around what they can do in terms of coaching with the players, the whole concept is that they're able to grab the data, get the data, and give the data uh, to the coaching staff. That's kind of what their their roles are. But during the game, I don't see how you would keep a guy from giving data. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're recording, yeah. unless you're recording, and you know that they're not recording what's being said. True, true, <laughs> true. Nah, because, you know, ever since that second half of the Georgia game, I, I'm not saying that we're elite now, but to me it's gotten better. <laughs> I mean, the the defense, just in my opinion, since the Ole Miss game, basically. I mean, And I'm well, like, I, did Pete really make a turnaround like that? I mean, I think that it was happening. Uh, I don't know that Pete's still not calling plays, but I definitely think that he has – there's more ear or, or more um, miles in his ear uh, than had been. And um, I, I still don't know if he's necessarily calling the play. I mean, not calling the plays. I think he probably still is. Uh, but I think there's definitely a lot more influence. And it, and it seems to be, like I said, I just – I think some of it is Coach Saban is hard-headed, man. I mean, let's just be real. And he wouldn't change it. <laughs> And you cannot yeah. – I mean, Arkansas exposed Leach. You, you you just play zone. Think about this, Curtis. Mm-hmm. If, I have to, if I have to throw the ball and I have to run 10 plays, at th- getting four or five yards of reception, because that's what we were giving them. Hey, oh, you want to throw right. it? Go ahead. Against the talent of Alabama – you know how many times you're going to stall out, drop a pass, or throw an interception if you have to throw eight, nine passes to get 45 yards and get in the field goal range, much less score a touchdown? It's just not going to be a high percentage, and that's what the zone did. But if we were playing man as much, you know, that was a couple times where guys got open and they caught the ball and or dropped it, but it was when we were in man. Man just creates opportunity for bigger plays, especially when you have a young secondary that doesn't have the eye discipline uh, to to keep their eyes. Think about this. 
if you're supposed to keep your eyes on your man and you take one peep in the backfield at the quarterback and that guy makes a cut while you're peeping, he's gone. He's running free. That's what you saw against Tennessee. In the zone, yeah, yeah. you back up, you wait, you come up. And I will say this, our tackling was good on Saturday. That that it is was. one area we, I we got better at. Yeah, I noticed that. Do you yeah, think so, um, that he's apprehensive because our D line isn't up to par? Like, let's just face it, DJ DJ Dell is not playing like DJ Dell like we expect. LeBron Ray is out. Do you think it's you, a matter of protecting the D line though, as far as getting the pressures? I know Will Anderson's doing his thing getting pressure and all that, but do you think that has something to do with it, maybe? I mean, I don't know. Well, well but it, it hasn't mattered whether we've had pressure or not. He's always stuck. This, I was proud. I was happy that he came out and ran zone a lot. Hey, but let me ask you. I was this too. Out I'm not going to lie. Go. go ahead. Yeah, no, I said I was too. I'm not going to lie. I, I like that zone thing. Maybe we need to look at that more because, well, maybe, you know, maybe players. Maybe we'll mix it in. Yeah. Hey, did you hey. notice Tim Smith playing? Yeah, yeah, Big Tim Smith, man. That's a and, physical, and, that's somebody look look at look for in the future now. <laughs> yeah, he 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 looked good when he was in there um, as a true freshman, three hundred twenty pound nose tackle. And you know, Curtis Lewis had said that we need a little bit less Dale and more uh, Barmore, but Barmore played a little more tackle uh, and looked mm-hmm. like, so they kicked him out to tackle and put Smith in some. And I thought Mathis played. Uh, a, his best game. Oh my god! Career. Yeah, he was he was a monster. So uh, that was that right. was nice to see him. You know, he's been here for, for for a few years. Hey, I'll give you my good, bad, and ugly real quick. Go, go um, ahead. My, my my good is um in my opinion best all around game thus far. I'm talking you know offense and defense, special teams and all that for the Alabama Crimson Tide was last Saturday. Um, okay. <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this. Uh, my my bad was Sage Ryan. I'm picking LSU Tigers. <laughs> I don't know. If it's me, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's funny because you know Auburn um, blew out LSU, and then we shut out Mississippi State. I'm like, you know, Sage, you sure you, sure you want to? <laughs> do you want to be on a winning team? I mean, come on now. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, he thinks he can get on the field quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that could be too. Hey, my ugly is um keeping um, Clemson at number one and Bama still at number two after that Clemson barely beaten. Uh, a Boston College. <laughs> all right, I know you got. Uh, that, 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 that's very interesting. I'll, we'll, we'll have to pull those back up and and and, uh, and and run through those on the other side. Thanks, thanks for those. All right, then. take care. I'm, I'm not totally against what you said. I thought Bama might jump to number one, but I'm okay with Clemson staying there as well. All right, thanks. You talking to the Martin Houston Show? Or listen to the Martin Houston Show. You can talk to me at two zero five three four two. Nine nine zero four two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Tom and Chuck on the line. We'll get to them. We'll also read out Curtis Lewis's uh, good, bad, and ugly as well. If you want to get yours in, give us a call two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. The Taco Costa Hotline, or post your thoughts on Facebook at the Martin Houston Show. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, traffic quiet as we start our Monday morning. No wrecks or delays reported. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Get a terrific deal with extra rebates today at Towns of Nissan, your saving store. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out 
by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. We're talking good, bad, and ugly. We have Curtis Lewis getting his good, bad, and ugly in. Uh, on Facebook, he said the good was the Bama all caps zone defense, the bad LSU season, and the ugly Dan. <laughs> I don't know if this was a typo or intentional. Dan Mullinay's actions, but Dan Mullen's actions uh, regarding the fight uh, that would definitely be one of my uglies. The fight between. Missouri and Florida, and also the LSU uh, performance versus the Auburn Tigers. That is absolutely one of the worst football uh, teams I've seen. I mean, football games I've seen. How can a 6'6 guy, Joe, continue to get the ball batted down? How can you be 6'6 and continue to throw into the hands of the defensive players? I mean, that was just. Oh, did you watch any of the LSU game, Joe? Uh, just a little bit. It wasn't much to watch. It was, <laughs> that would be a that would be a, a correct statement, Joe. But yeah, he just he's six six, but undoubtedly he just throw, he throws the ball low. He had several batted passes and stuff. I was just like, wow, how many times can that happen? But anyway, we got some callers that have been patiently waiting on the line. Uh, Tom, you in with the Martin Houston show? What's on your mind, man? Hey, Martin, how are you this morning? Doing well, and you? I'm good. Uh, you know, Curtis Moore, uh, before the uh, Ole Miss game, he brought up something that uh, I thought was very interesting, and uh, it was on the young safeties that we have and how Lane Kiffin would probably be able to conflict them in their uh, decision-making in, uh, uh, during the, the play of the game, and he was mm-hmm. spot on. I mean, exactly spot on with that. But uh, the next week I watched Ole Miss in Arkansas, and uh, when they came out and played the type defense they did at Arkansas, I flashed back to Brother Oliver and the type defenses he used to play. You know, lay off the uh, receiver, break on the ball, and get a bunch of interceptions doing that. Do you agree with that? The difference with what Coach Oliver did is we had we play, we ran a, a a lot of man with uh, Copeland and, and I mean with uh, Teague and Langham and those guys, um, but we we got a lot more pressure, so it, it it wasn't the quarterback didn't have as long. What Arkansas did is what we did to Mississippi State. Okay, right. Lane like Kiffin I, I knew feel- that we were going to run man. And and all of that and and yes and and uh, Curtis Lewis, Curtis Moore, and several guys talked about, uh, but it was Curtis Lewis that was talking about just putting our our linebackers and our DBs in conflict, and that's right. what Lane did. But it was because they were running man, and then and guess what Arkansas saw on film when they played us. Watch yeah, Corral, 
watch Corral. He 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 stares his receiver down. So if you yeah. play man, yeah. you don't see that, Tom. Why? Because your back is to the quarterback and you're looking at the receiver. You play zone the way Arkansas did against uh, Ole Miss. You are watching the quarterback. That's why Arkansas had six turnovers against LSU coming off. I mean, uh, Ole Miss coming off a game where they looked like all Americans and the best offensive team in the history of college football against Alabama's talent. But it was it was strength against weakness, and they had us running and chasing receivers all over the field while the quarterback was telegraphing. Arkansas sat back, read his eyes when he got ready to release it. They broke on the ball. And that's what you're talking about. Uh, and that's what we did against Mississippi State. You go back and look at how many times um, a guy would be in between, they call them windows, where it's like between the inside linebacker and uh, the outside linebacker or the corner, whoever has the flat coverage. And right. when they were let that ball go, both guys were hitting him. Go back and look at how many times where two guys collided on the Mississippi State receiver. It's because we gave them the windows, and then we would close on those windows. Some they would catch, some we would knock down, and a couple we picked off. You know, uh, and then uh, <clears throat> when Patrick Sertain uh, <clears throat> got the pick six and ran it in, uh, you know, he broke on that ball and got in position, and uh, it reminded me of Langham in the days of 92, and uh, – but I, I, I like Curtis Moore and Curtis Lewis. Um, I thought it was Curtis Moore that pointed out the, the point about the conflict, but uh, maybe it was Curtis Lewis. But uh, anyway, I, I really believe that uh, some of this hurry-up offense and trying to get substitutions in and all like that, if you go to that zone and play it, I believe you cover better on those hurry-up offenses with a zone uh and you're not conflicted trying to get the call in and trying to get the right people in and all that kind of stuff. Well, but anyway, that, I'm going to hang up and listen to well, your response. Tom, that as well as – think about this, Tom. If you're chasing me, if you're chasing me and I'm the better athlete, you really stand little to no chance, right? I hate that, Tom. Uh, Right, I hate right? the so, way because, they play because defense. Because if, <laughs> if you can't run with me and I'm faster than you and I know where I'm going and the quarterback can throw me open to where I'm yeah, going, exactly. it's hard for you to cover me. Well, well, exactly. Now, now think about this. That's if I'm, but what if I'm not as good as you? I'm st- yeah, I but still Mark, have let me a ask chance. You this. I still have a I, chance because I'm able to – I know where I'm going, and the quarterback's able to throw me to where he where I'm going. Yeah, and there's nobody the over there waiting. Go ahead. Yeah, but uh, let me ask you this: How many times have we seen inferior quarterbacks come in and 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 move up the draft chart because of the way they played against us? Uh, and, it's, 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 and it's because we're times. chasing everybody. I, yeah. I, I don't like the way our defensive backs play play that man. Uh, defense i don't like it i'd rather keep their uh eyes toward the quarterback let them break on the ball yeah they're gonna complete some but i tell you what our interceptions will increase twofold i think you have to have both because you know man allows you to do more blitzing um and create more pressure uh but at the same time i think you have to have good zone packages the difference is tom zone takes a patient defensive coach you're right you're going to give up you're going to give up you know passes underneath you're going to give back but you make them have to drive the ball yeah you're back to the bend don't break and uh but anyway i I still believe you get more turnovers uh playing that technique as you do uh because too many quarterbacks are like you say they throw to grass and and the receiver knows he's going to do that so he takes you one direction, then he runs to the grass, and they make yep. the completion. Yep. It, I it, thanks, Martin. Thanks, Tom. All right, Chuck and Lake Martin, you guys stay on. We'll get you in the fourth quarter uh, as we wrap up this edition of the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a report of debris on US 11 southbound at MLK Junior Boulevard, causing some delays. Everything else looks pretty good around town. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call. Get a spectacular November deal right now at Townsend Nissan. Extra rebates and top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. Today is the last day of campaigning for tomorrow's general election. Candidates for the White House all the way down to Congress attempting to get their last-minute messages out. Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill told our weekend public affairs program West Alabama on point. He's excited about tomorrow. He expects a record voter turnout. More than 200 out-of-state power restoration crews will be in Alabama this morning helping return power to residents from Perry and Marengo County southward. Initially, Hurricane Zeta put a half million Alabamians in the dark. I'm Don Hurt. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, Martin, you're hot. You're ready to go. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show. It's the fourth quarter of the Monday edition of the Martin Houston Show. And we're talking good, bad, and ugly. Joe and I will probably get our good, bad, and ugly in on tomorrow because the callers have been opening up the phone lines, letting us know what their good, bad, and ugly is. Players of the game, I'll give you those mine real quick, and we'll talk about what they did more on tomorrow. Devontae Smith on offense was clearly my player of the game. I gave the entire defense with a highlight on Evan Mathis and his play. Um, and, and, and his play was from the nose, not not just from – the tackle, but he was a dominant player Phil. as well. Let's go, go ahead. Fidarian Mathis, not Evan Mathis. <laughs> I just, you know that that's, that's what you call the 50-year-old brain fart. Evan Mathis. Like, Evan like, Mathis, offensive lineman. <laughs> yes, he was an offensive lineman. Bob Bumhauer's nephew played for the Philadelphia Eagles, was on the, I know exactly, <laughs> Fidarian Mathis. Uh was was uh, number forty eight was a, a player of the game. Thanks, good catch on that, Joe. Uh, that's what you call getting fifty and having you know thirty plus years of players that you try to keep up with in your head. So, um, well, for Darian Mathis uh, would be a player of the game. Quickly, let's get to Chuck. Chuck, you in with the Martin Houston show? What's on your mind, man? Hello, guys. I was listening to you all talking about the uh, Louisiana connection there with uh, Devontae Smith. Uh, you tell us for Darian Mathis, yeah, for Darian. From uh, Winsboro, Louisiana, from Booger McFarland's hometown. Uh, he finished high school here in Monroe, in Neville High School, where Cody uh, Jones went to. And uh, Devontae Smith, I'm very proud of the young man. He's represented yeah. Louisiana well. He's from the other end of the state. He's from uh, from Meet, Louisiana. And Slate Bowden is from across the river from me, the Washtenaw River from me, uh, over in West Monroe, Louisiana. I'm so proud of what those uh, young men have done. I, I was sitting there watching the game uh, Saturday night. I was, I was eating and uh, watching the game, and uh, and I saw Devontae Smith doing. I he did that in high school. He meet high, uh, like say from down in the end where where LSU is located in southeastern Louisiana. And uh, I was wondering. I said, "What are the LSU people thinking right now?" It, it tickled me because you know how they they spoke badly of him when he uh, and uh, uh, back when he was when he signed with Alabama, they were saying all kinds of ugly things about him because he just signed with with LSU and. I'm, I, I told some of the people around here, some of the LSU fans, they said, well, you don't need to get a grip. You, you had them all. You have people you, you need. It. I said, you can't get them all. I said, just the young man's going where he knows he can fit in. Yes, and he definitely fits in. And to me, he 
he's always been clutch, second and 26 last year. Oh, yeah. Year before, he's always played well in the big games. And um, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I think Mechie's a good, good, good receiver. But it's going to be interesting to see if Devontae Smith can keep this rolling uh, compared to what he, you know, did the other night. Hey, what else you got for us, Chuck? I got to get to one more caller before, I, before okay. we get out of here. Okay, that's that's uh, that's just what I was saying. I'm just, I'm, I'm proud of uh, what Devontae Smith has done. Uh, when I saw him, when I saw him, what he did the other night, he did that in high school, Amy High School in uh, Amy, yeah. Louisiana. And like I said, I hope he keeps it up. And he, I he, think he, he, will, he can I, go in the NFL. Will, I think he not only will he keep it up, I think he'll get better. I think he is he is coming into his own uh, as a receiver uh, and as the man, and and he seems exactly. to be embracing that role. Oh, he sure has. All right, thanks. Let's go to okay, Martin John uh, down in Louisiana as well. You're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Good morning, sir. Just first thing I want to let you know is that uh, Lake Martin is about 30 miles north of the uh, bad town down here in East Alabama. We're not in Louisiana, but oh, anyway, what? sir. Where are you at? Lake Martin. It's a 760-mile monster lake uh, just this, east of uh, Montgomery. And, Georgia, uh, right? Oh, I know where Lake Martin is in Alabama. This whole time I thought you were in Louisiana. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> anyway, listen, this talk about Devontae Smith is a long time coming. I have contended now for over a year that he's about as good as it gets. But he seems to have been flying under the nation's radar, and I hopefully this will put him up there. Oh, I, I, I totally, I have. If you go back and just go back and look at big games, who showed up in big games and big moments, even when uh, Rugs and uh, Judy was here, Devontae Smith has always been a big game player, uh, and now he's getting to show what he can do as a as a number one receiver. And yeah. Like I said, the guy is tough. He blocks hard, and he has, to me, he has the best hands. I don't know if he's necessarily the best route runner, but that route he ran at the goal line to get that third touchdown was pretty impressive. But uh, the I, I like the way the kid plays the game. The hands are phenomenal. The attitude is as well, uh, and the fact that he is a clutch player, like you would say, I think he's uh, real valuable to the NFL. Also, want to say. You hit on something that I'm not a football tactician as much as I am a fan, but when you were discussing the defenses of your era versus the ones of today, you hit on something that I really like is the teamwork. I think that a lot of the success and the way Langham and Teague were able to play those back positions was because of two guys named Curry and Copeland. True. (laughs) Yeah. When a quarterback doesn't have but – a couple of ticks to decide what he's going to do with it. It, it uh-huh. makes it a lot easier covering. Go ahead. Langham and T can look great. Hey, I really appreciate you guys. Been a great week. It was a good day on the show today, man. I really enjoyed it. Robert uh, from Mobile. I mean, he's the bomb, man. Thanks. And, and I apologize that I had put you in Louisiana. I have no idea why I did that in my mind. But, hey, we know where you're at now, Lake Martin John. Call back. We'll talk to you on tomorrow. All right, that wraps up this edition of the Martin Houston Show. We'll have DC, DC Capstone report tomorrow. We'll talk more good, bad, and ugly. We'll talk about players of the game. We'll talk about key takeaways from the Alabama versus Mississippi State. Alabama off and resting this week, so no game. But you're still welcome to call and be a part of the program right here on the Martin Houston Show and the Taco Casa Hotline. You can do that all day long, 205-342-9904. Remember this, trusting the Lord always. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Roll Tide.